You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So it is about to be a new moon in Cancer, and it has been a pretty intense week of energies for people to process, especially coming up. The sun is in Cancer. This is the first new moon of the summer, and it's of the, of the season, actually. And in Cancer, it's very emotional. It, it's very much about like feelings of connectedness and family and nurturing and mothering and um like it's it's a very emotional energy it's it is ruled by and and I guess instinct instinctual as well because the emotions are so strong and it's the ruler of the mother and and mothers you know they get instincts about their babies and the ones that they care for so that's why the energy is so intuitive because you need to be able to respond and also oftentimes you need to respond to something that is nonverbal especially like when you're when you're mothering a baby or when you have um, pets or something that you need to take care of even plants all these things in the world need nurturing and like plants and animals actually don't speak to us and neither do babies right so having a really heightened sense of like empathy and intuition and like tuning into others and picking up what their needs might be is all very much in the domain of cancer. They're very empathetic. Often they will be empaths because of this this trait, right? And it's ruled by the moon, which is what's good. It's, it's in its own sign right now. So it's even more intense, the energy that we're all experiencing right now. So issues of family are likely to come up maybe even you've been dealing with that for the past um, week or two maybe even just like over the weekend and it it is because we've had some pretty difficult aspects like on the sixth we had an opposition between Saturn and Venus which I actually have this in my chart, so it was totally triggered. Often, if you have the, an aspect that is reconfigured in, in the cosmos above us, you'll it'll trigger your own aspect, even if it's not like mine, my Venus-Saturn Mar or Venus Saturn opposition is in um, Gemini and Sagittarius, but this one was between Aquarius and Leo. So it's very, um, like, painful, really. What comes up is often a sense of abandonment or rejection or worthlessness or somehow um, like not being right somehow your thoughts aren't right you're not right like it, it's very painful stuff and I attribute it to being given up for adoption and the the cascade of of issues that that come with that which are many and it can be seen in the chart like anybody who has had like an abandonment or a betrayal that's quite or a rejection that's quite significant it shows up that you know they'll have Venus opposite Saturn or Venus square Saturn or some kind of that's even more difficult so you might have been triggered there might be some triggering if you have these aspects in your own chart for me I know this is personal it's tricky to like you know I want to express how I'm perceiving what's going on so that it can help you perceive what's going on and connect back to the the cosmos. So 
I don't know, it somehow makes the, the difficult things that come up so much more tolerable. So for me personally, I have always had this like issue, and I guess it's because of being given up for adoption, but I've always had this issue that like, how could family do that to you? How could, how could they just like ignore me or reject me or, or even like after finding my biological family, I felt very much rejected by them. Like I, I was too much. I was too honest. I was too also a Scorpio problem. I was, you know, I just wasn't right for them. And, and I mean, ultimately that's true because the relationship's pretty much went absolutely nowhere. Even though I tried, I felt like I really tried to make everything work. And I really took on the responsibility that it didn't work because it was all my fault. And that, you know, was was bullshit, because I sincerely and deeply wanted the relationships to work. So it's a tricky emotional territory to feel like you're unworthy. And there's so many ways for this to you know, manifest like this, the adoption and being rejected is a pretty extreme way. But you could have been betrayed by a lover or a, a, you know, a best friend or, you know, maybe rejected from a group that you wanted to belong to. There's so many ways that we can have these feelings triggered. And for me, when this week, the opposition between Saturn and Venus came up, I had the whole can of worms triggered for me. And it was a current situation with family that I, again, felt rejected and not worthy of sorting things out with and just completely ditched. And it was very hurtful because I'm like, but we're family. Very cancer, right? Like, we're family. Like, family's supposed to stick together. And even if stuff goes wrong, you, like, work it out. You just don't, like, freeze people out and never speak to them again or... You know, I had sent an apology letter for something I'd done and, and it was completely ignored. And so that that was very triggering and, and the whole kind of can of worms came up when this when this Venus um, Mars opposition and then or not Mars, Venus Saturn opposition, but then Venus and Mars are actually conjunct as well and like triggering this whole event for all of us, right? I happen to tie right into it because of my own my own chart and my own woundings but I was so hurt and so upset and I felt so betrayed and like rejected and you know and we all I know have been there I mean I, I hope you haven't been there but when you you know it's a human experience right so and and I was very like fired up about it I was angry I couldn't you know I was angry with my hubby I was I felt betrayed and even though you know it, like it's complicated for him because it's me not getting along with his family so and his family ditching me so how does he work that out right but I felt very betrayed that that you know nobody cared to work things out and that's the sort of like feeling of abandonment right like I'm not worth it like isn't family worth working things out with like you don't just ignore them but apparently you do. <laughs> Apparently, sometimes you get ignored. And then you got to figure out, well, how do you go on from here? Like, obviously, you know, these aren't your people or or that, you know, betraying spouse or friend or co-worker or whatever aren't your people because your people, you know, they love you and they, they won't betray you and they will be honest with you and they will work things out with you. No matter how complicated it is to work it out, they'll want to get in the ring and work it out, right? So I guess that's the lesson learned is to just let go of what isn't working. Let go of the feelings that that um, are triggered by things not working. 
also like you know stand up for yourself because from what I can tell in the world is often that's you have to be your own advocate because others aren't necessarily going to do that no matter what it is or why it is they've got their own stuff to work out right so that's the kind of weird and difficult crap that's been triggered by this Venus opposition Saturn and then Mercury was squaring Neptune so there's a feeling of like deceit or like maybe lies are exposed or things that you didn't you know, like you couldn't see and then all of a sudden you saw. That's the kind of thing that will happen when, when Mercury is like stressing with Neptune. Because Neptune can be very shady and, and like slippery and, and, and avoid truth because it wants to avoid any hassles for itself kind of thing. Doesn't like to have the, the feathers ruffled or whatever. So that week leading up to this Cancer new moon, and the new moon is like a reset, right? So Whatever happens to be triggered is helping you to release what needs to be released. And the new moon is actually very close to an opposition with Pluto in Capricorn. And a, a lovely, and that's difficult. That's like, you know, that's like the stuff I've been dealing with. You got to like, you can't just ignore how hurt you are. You have to feel your feelings. And it sucks feeling your feelings. And And I hope that you have a good friend that you can share your feelings with I had like you know my mom was really supportive and listened to me rant and rave and cry had like huge cries which because I felt so sad and like rejected but you know once you let that tap open which which is what it was because I kind of suppressed that you know that I was being ignored until all of a sudden I couldn't anymore and then I was like so so many feelings but a lot of crying even <laughs> like just kind of sobbing and I realized I'm not just sobbing because of this rejection I'm sobbing because of the other rejections too and you know all through your life you you experience I mean not everybody has Venus opposite Saturn which is a certain special flavor of rejection but we all as humans feel it and to actually like not try to push away how much it hurts instead to just like sit with it and that's why a friend that you trust that can listen that can be there which, you know, I'm very fortunate for that. I have, I have good friends that do that. Thank you, Selena. I really appreciate your, your hour of listening to me, like, cry because I was such a reject. But having that experience and letting it out, I just feel so, like, clear now and, and like, at peace inside. And sometimes you don't even know. This is, like, what the work of Pluto, right? Like, it wants to go deep down inside and pull out what's not right. And it's hard to look at sometimes. And it's painful. And maybe it's going to make you cry for a few hours. Or it's going to make you rant and rave and yell and, and stomp your feet. Or whatever emotion is being suppressed. It needs to come up. And you need to just kind of be, hold it. Hold the space. Feel the feelings. Let them flow through you so that you can move on. Otherwise, you're just stuck. It's stuck in you. It can manifest in weird you know, cancers or tumors or whatever, illnesses, because the, the system's blocked up, right? So that's Pluto kind of tied into this new moon as well. So we're all experiencing a very intense level of emotion. And I think, too, a lot of, like, a, another issue that might be coming up for people is the fact of, like, lots of people have, especially I assume the listeners that I still have, <laughs> are um, 
you know, not going to be vaccinated or see what's going on or perceive this sort of dark agenda that that is occurring right under our noses and the manipulation and the lies. If you see that, it's, you know, if you care about anybody, if you care about your loved ones, you're going to want to try to warn them and you're going to want to try to show them what you've seen and share the, you know, the doctors that are speaking out or even the inventor of the mRNA has come forward and said that for every three people they say from the coronavirus, they're killing two people with the vaccine. He came up and said that, like, it's the bravest thing ever. But of course, this is censored. They've even gone into the archives and taken his name off all of the Wikipedia and all of the information that, that, like connect him to being the creator or one of the creators of, of this mRNA technology that they're injecting into people right now that are making people magnetic. Like why, why are we becoming magnetic? That doesn't seem right. So that kind of information is all out there. And if you've been trying to share and trying to stop people from partaking, it can be pretty hard to process when they don't hear you and they don't listen. And it's quite, you know, because if you believe what is going on is like a genocide and a wiping out of humanity and clearing, you know, culling the herd sort of thing. It feels pretty terrible when, you know, your family members don't listen to you and they go ahead and get it. It's like, I don't know, because maybe I'm an empath because I work with astrology and I have some psychic ability and my intuition is so strong and I've just learned to follow it because it always protects me and leads me to where I need to be. I can just see it. I'm sure you can see it. So many people can see it. It seems like everyone I know, except for, you know, there's certain family members that aren't seeing it. So it's very, it's almost like you're dealing with an eventuality before it's even happening. So if someone goes in, like my dad went and got, or both my dads, because I've got two, went and got injected and now I just feel like they're going to die. Like I feel like I'm I'm losing my dads and my biological family, except for my one sister who I've, you know, actually maintained a loving relationship with, is all going to go get, you know, they've all gotten it. Like I just feel like I'm kind of losing everybody. Although I still have like my, you know, my hubby and my daughter and, and my close friends. Everybody sees what I see. So there's that. But I do, there's this sort of grieving thing that's happening but you can't even see why you're grieving yet it's like Pluto's really good at that you'll you'll experience the brunt of whatever kind of trauma or transformation you're about to go through really before it even happens so the but by the time it happens you've already processed it and you're like oh yeah like I already did my grieving for all the people who are you know being maimed and injured by this injection by the time you know the ones that really count or matter to you go down too so fingers crossed I'm completely out to left field and wrong but it's a lot of processing and I hope that you know I know that all people that kind of are seeing it from the similar perspective are going through the same thing it's like a, a mass sort of grieving and at the same time you know it seems like so much of the world is oblivious to what's happening here where i am in western canada they just after like incredibly strict measures and like like seriously they, they people weren't allowed to gather at church they had in in alberta they were which is the province next to me they were arresting pastors for trying to hold their what do they call it pastors and they have their sermons like having people they they were just like it was 
it was nuts. It was a Gestapo communism craziness going on. And all of a sudden, like on at the end of June, they were like, tomorrow we're lifting all the mandates. Like just like that. Just bam. It's all gone. No mask. No. It's just like, what? So there, I always just suspect there's some kind of agenda going on. Or maybe they just like for Alberta, there's this huge thing that happens in Calgary. And it's like Cowtown of Canada. And it's this major r- rodeo. It's called the Calgary Stampede. People come from all over the world. But last year it was shut down. I think that they just didn't want to lose the cash that they were going to be making. And they were like, okay, let's just open up. Enough is enough. Is like, who's going to be vaccinated has already done it. And they've had access to it. And I guess that's it sort of thing. But it is crazy times. And I don't think that's going to be letting up any soon, anytime soon. And even though they open things up, I imagine they'll just shut it all down again when they want us to get more vaccinated. So like, what a lot to process. And I get it. We don't all process the same. But if you happen to be tuned into the cosmos and especially the moon energy, you're going to have felt this stuff going down and have to process it. And I'm so sorry for that because it's very hard. It's not easy stuff to do. I think one of the most important things with the new moon in Cancer is for you to make sure that you are nurturing to yourself and loving to yourself and you do things that are you know caring to you and feel good to you whatever that might be like it could be anything I've like super focused on Pilates for the last week and been like really diligent every day with it and I think I felt so wobbly emotionally and so kind of wounded that the coming into my body and there's like the breathing and there's some wonderful I I get this app called Pilates Anytime and there's like thousands of amazing teachers like I mean maybe not thousands but amazing people on there sharing incredible wisdom about the body and the healing of the body and the alignment of the body and the importance of like the full range of motion in all your joints just smart kind of stuff for helping your bio suit stay grounded and strong and with the circulation moving properly and your nerves functioning properly. So whatever it is that you could do, you should do it. You might be feeling extra sensitive. Like, oh, I heard a guy and I can't remember his name. And he recommended for protection. Because if you're an empath and you're experiencing this sort of grief and everything that's going on in the world, you might be even having physical symptoms and things too, picking up on what's going on around you. So it's important to protect your energy. You know, wear your favorite crystals, essential oils like frankincense and patchouli and like the tree ones, cypress, cedarwood. All those are really good for grounding and protecting your energy. Make sure that you constantly affirm that your energy is protected and that you're constantly letting go of things that do not belong to you or energy that doesn't belong to you because when you are empathetic and depending on how kind of wide your reach is you're going to be picking up on a lot of crazy difficult stuff with this energy there is a really lovely trine because trines trines are like the aspect that's a triangle and they are like the fortunate lucky spiritual understandings like, you know, even though I was going through all this sort of turmoil of, of being a reject and hurt that, you know, family wasn't working out the way I'd hoped it would and, that, you know, that all that pain that comes with that, I can kind of see 
through it. I can see, and I think that's the spiritual blessing, right? That Neptunian ability to think like, well, there's lessons in this. Like, who knows? Maybe I was an asshole in a last lifetime and I was rejecting everybody around me. Like, that's probably what was going on. So kind of not holding that bitter feeling and letting go is very kind of altruistic Neptunian energy. And this new moon is trining Neptune. So it can tap you into we are all one and kind of the karma of things and and tap us into grace and what it feels like to be like loving and connected and forgiving and open your heart to the frequency of unconditional love and connecting to those that do love you like don't dwell on on the ones that have rejected you but dwell on the ones that you have right there that love you and open your heart to more love and more love will come it's just kind of letting go of of any sort of resentment or difficult things that we may have gone through can be definitely helped by this trine to neptune also it's trining Neptune in um, Pisces. So it's very watery and nurturing. And Pisces is very understanding. Generally, Pisces is a very forgiving energy and can see like, oh, that happened because of this. I get it. Like can be very uh, compassionate and empathetic and understanding, which is necessary in life, I think. Otherwise, you just like, you know, reject people and move on like nothing ever happened. So having that Pisces flair will definitely help us kind of tap into our grace and forgiveness and our ho-opo-ono-ono spirit, which I think we all need. Uh, what else, too? Your, your creativity, like, you know, what can you, what beautiful thing can you bring from your soul out to the world? What can you share of yourself with the world or even just to create I mean you don't even have to share it but just the soul loves to create and when your soul is in a bio suit that's fed well and exercised and taken care of it can feel free to create an amazing life an amazing garden an amazing painting an amazing relationship an amazing baby an amazing plant you know an amazing perspective whatever you need to do to kind of tap into the joys and the beauty and the harmony and like just the splendor of the cosmos do it because it's highly supported by this neptune energy like seriously lovely so that's nice right like there is some difficult stuff going on but then there's this and it's lovely um what you can do to build a solid foundation for you is important. And I think because of the sextile to Uranus during this new moon in Taurus, we're able to like, we're like to embrace the new. There's an opportunity here and we get it. You know, you may be suffering or sad or lonely or grieving or all the more difficult, sad, lonely, drippy feelings, which I'd prefer not to feel myself. But I mean, what can you do? You have to feel your feelings. Otherwise you'll get sick. So that kind of feelings can be let go of and like felt not just let go of don't just let go just you know feel like hold that pain in your arms like a baby and rock it and be okay with it and it's all right if it it you know is having an ugly cry for an hour or you know is ranting and raving and throwing things or you know it needs to whatever that part needs to express itself 
do, and then you can embrace this newness because you've let go, you've felt and you've let go and you've gone through it legitimately and you've like acknowledged yourself and you've acknowledged your own pain and maybe you have to acknowledge pain you've caused for others as well, obviously, that that would make sense because usually things are a two-way street, right? But then Uranus comes along and it's like, okay, well, it didn't work out. Let's move on. Like, let's get going. There's new stuff. Life is exciting. Life is so amazing. Like, you know, and then the optimistic viewpoint and my hubby always says, well, the world could use less people. And think of think of what good deals there were going to be on land when everybody's dead. I'm like, what an optimist. <laughs> there's going to be great deals on real estate. There's going to be so much real estate available. Like, that's the sort of Uranus detached, like, let's look at the bright side and move on. And things are just so exciting. And, and technology, like, wow, <laughs> that kind of, like, buoyant, excited, it rules technology, Uranus. And, and it's actually Saturn is in Aquarius, which is the rule is ruled by, co-ruled by Uranus as well. So there is this, like, revolutionary energy happening alongside all this other kind of oligarchy control that we're going under, the plutocracy, which I didn't even know was a legitimate word. And it means that, like, the very top have the power over the many, they're kind of like the controllers, which obviously, obviously that's going on. So I think that's kind of given you the lowdown on this Cancer new moon, which is a pretty powerful new moon. Again, new moons are to set intentions, right? To go within and, and make a choice. Decide how you want things to roll out. Decide how you want your life to go. Decide how even I think it's important to think of like healing that connection to family. Even if it can't be healed, even if the relationships are irrevocably broken, you can still heal your heart about that. And then also open up to the, the family that is of the same frequency as you are. Because sometimes, you know, if you want to have a harmonious life and <clears throat> like supportive people around you, supportive like-minded people around you, then sometimes you have to let go of, of the people that aren't on those levels with you or aren't sharing a frequency or perspective because it's just so damn unharmonious. So open up to new frequencies of people that kind of resonate with you and like you're tuned to the same awareness and frequency and then there's like a harmo like resonance, harmony, which that you can attract right now. So it's like a family of, of frequencies rather than, you know, necessarily of blood. But there's lots of love out there for all of us. And we just have to open our hearts to the right people. So that's the thing you can, like, ask yourself. What, you know, what will soothe your heart? What will make your heart sing and be happy? And, like... You know, what, what will make you feel secure and content and nurtured? And how can you do that? And how can you do that for yourself first? It's like put your oxygen mask on first before you try saving anybody else. So I think that is a good thing to think about is first you and your sweetheart and your, you know, sensitive soul and what you can do to take care of that. And then open it up to the people that are there for you and, and the good people in your life that want to be supportive and loving and are kind of willing to go through it with you if you need to go through it because that's what family's for, right? Ideally. 
So I think that kind of covers it. It's pretty powerful. The exact time of the new moon is 9.17 p.m. Eastern. So look that up for wherever you are. And then we have a pretty kind of exciting week ahead, which I'll come back for another podcast to talk about. So that is it. Many blessings to you for this wonderful, supportive, informative, emotional new moon in Cancer. May your sweet heart feel love. Thank you for listening.